When your money's on the line, choose a trusted sportsbook that gives you tools to win, like my bookie. And my bookie doesn't matter if your team's up or down. You can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use my bookie for daily odds boost, same game parlays. I like teasers. And take advantage of the huge prize pool contest. Plus, my bookie currently has a no strings attached cash bonus that lets you deposit, withdraw, Quick, carries a one-time rollover, can't find that anywhere else. Just use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, or scan the QR code on this video right next to my face here to claim your own cash deposit bonus now. That's promo code 49ers. So try my money uh, money bag. Uh, you basically roll the dice, and it picks a team and gives you extraordinary extraordinary odds on who's going to win the Super Bowl. Um, lots of fun options there, so bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and I do mean anywhere, wherever you are, you can bet with my bookie. Just make sure you use the promo code 49ERS, and let's go. Let's make some money together. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, faithful? The 49ers right now just iced the win. They are now a 12-4 and football team. It was a little ugly early. We're going to dive into so many different things with this game. But Clayton, the 49ers win. They handle business. They do what they were supposed to do and beat a bad team. Even though people were a little you know, unsatisfied at halftime with it being a three-point lead. 49ers show everybody what they do, and they get the 27-10 to 10 victory over the Washington Commanders. Oh, my goodness. And, John, uh, I'm just going to give you live updates as this is going down. I love it. Arizona, the Arizona Cardinals, are currently at the Philadelphia five-yard line to go ahead in this less-than-one-score football game. If they win, the 49ers will secure the number one seed. We'll be here live uh, regardless of whether they clinch it or not. But, yeah, right. you know – Really, uh, a game where the conclusion felt like it was, you know, kind of, it, it was over before it even started, kind of, in, in a sense. But honestly, a really, really up and down game. One that really felt like it was maybe, I never, I never doubted the final score. You know, I, I knew they were going to win. It just didn't feel like a dominant performance until they came back out in the second half. And it was really, I feel like, the defense that really set the tone in the second half. Uh, of course, those takeaways really, I think, made the yeah, difference. And, and, you know, there were some issues, no doubt about it. You know, no pressure on the quarterback. There's lots of issues that are there. But And we're going to dive into the defensive stuff. But I want to talk about Brock Purdy because he was the one that got all of the negative attention after the game last week, and rightfully so. You know, four interceptions is nothing to laugh at. But he comes out today, he goes 22 of 28, two touchdowns, 124.7 rating, passed for 230 yards, unbelievable, and broke the all-time single-season record for most passing yards for a 49ers quarterback, which was held by Jeff Garcia all the way back in early 2000s. And this, that's the thing. So, like, you're only going to go as far as your quarterback will take you. Brock Purdy was unbelievable today. 
I thought he had seven or eight big time throws. The one to Ayuk was, you know, the, the wheel route was perfect. Then scrambles, spins around, does all that stuff, keeps the eyes downfield, throws it cross caddy corner the entire field for a touchdown. Hit Kyle Juszczyk on a couple great throws. Like Brock Purdy was unbelievable today. And so I feel like the whole thing has to start and end with, you know, number 13 continues to just play amazing football and doing everything that he can. And the Cardinals just scored a touchdown. I was going to say 30 seconds left. (laughs) Cardinals got the lead. There's 32 seconds left. Now the score currently is 34, 31 pending an extra point. If they do this, if the Cardinals do us a solid, guess what? The Niners are the one seed before this show ends. That is like I'm over here sporting my it's a lock t-shirt. Shout out to my main man JP for hooking me up. His surgery went great, but I'm wearing my it's a lock NFC West champion shirt. NFC West ain't enough. It's not enough. I see JP right there in the chat. That I love it, man. Uh number Ooh. one seed Niner gang. Glad you got your shirt, man. I'm glad your surgery went well. Love you, man. You're the absolute best. Thank you for the gift I had to represent for you. But like it, here's what I want to I want to put everything into perspective real quick because I get all these messages and emails when the 49ers game was close and just like man we're not that good we're not that good we're not that good and I'm like look the NFL is a mess Cardinals made their extra point by the way the NFL's a mess you, you've got the Rams who everybody's scared of they're close to losing to the Giants the Eagles who are so amazing they're losing at home to the Arizona Cardinals we just blew out two weeks ago. And so the NFL is a weird thing. And for the 49ers to kind of go and we saw earlier in the year, you drop a game, turned into a three-game skid, came back after the bye week and you rebound you, you rebounded and everything was great. You you controlled your own things. You played Monday night football and got blown out against not blown out, but you lost by two scores to a great team. You had a short week, you had an early kickoff, East Coast on the road, gross. It's not surprising that the 49ers started slow. And whenever you look across the entire NFL, look at the Buffalo Bills, who are, again, one of the hottest teams in the NFL. They're struggling with the New England Patriots. This is the NFL. So if you're one of those people that just gets pissed off whenever a game's close that you should be winning, you just got to wait. You got to wait. The 49ers answered the bell in the second half. Absolute dominating performance in the second half. Good Lord. Uh, gave up zero points. But, like, people are complaining about the 49ers' defense. They gave up 217 total yards, Clayton. 217 total yards. Like, what yeah. else do you want? You gave up 10 points. Yeah, it was it was really one of those – Really, one of those things where you never you never doubt the result, but the process sometimes feels a little shaky. And I think that's what people were really keyed in on, especially after last week, where they got punched in the mouth in all three phases of the game. And you know they come out here and they do what they need to do. And right. the number one seed in the NFC, no one can take that from us. Now we're going to be at all of these games. So if you guys want to come out and join us, the 49ers rush road trip is where you got to be. Yeah, and so we're going to be doing playoff. Uh, we're not doing the Rams one just because. Oh, they my bad, my bad. Yet. Yeah. No, that's okay. Um, and so I don't know what the day is going to be there. We'll find out today. Uh, but for every playoff game, including the Super Bowl, we will be hosting events. Now we should be able to find out today 
because there's 26 seconds left in this game currently. It's second to five. The Eagles are at the 30, depending on where you're watching. And I know people are whatever. Now there's 21 seconds left. And they got to score a touchdown because they're down four. So a field goal ain't going to do it. Uh, they're going to have to score a touchdown. They still got some time. We'll see that. But this is huge. Everything that the 49ers need to happen has happened. You had the Lions, you know, and the Cowboys, the craziness that was there. And everybody's like, no way the Eagles lose. They have the easiest schedule out there. Well, maybe not. Because you see how the Eagles play. They're terrible. They're not a good team. They're not a consistent team. And, man, the Eagles could end up being the wild card team. Because if the Eagles lose out, it, what's it called? Then the Cowboys could pass them. So it's just crazy, man. It, it, <laughs> the NFL in perspective, and there we go. The Giants just scored to take the lead over the Rams, who everybody was so scared of, right? Like, come on, the Giants? The Giants? It's crazy, this is man. the NFL. And in the NFL, where parity reigns supreme, the 49ers go out and handle business, even though it was a little murky early on. They kind of did whatever the hell they wanted to. We talked about Brock Purdy being the franchise leading passer for a single season game. What about Christian McCaffrey? He leaves the game early with some quad you know, with some calf issues. Seems like he was fine on the sidelines, fighting to go back in. I love that Kyle didn't put him back in. You've kept Elijah Mitchell bubble wrap for a month and a half. It was time to finally open the gift after Christmas, and he paid huge dividends. Elijah Mitchell was awesome. Not concerned about Christian McCaffrey whatsoever. And we're 10 seconds left in this Eagles game. And, you know, with the way this is going to go, Christian McCaffrey could rest not one week, but two full weeks. Because next week against the Rams won't mean diddly squat, which is crazy. Fonzie, I'm with you, man. This is this is what it is all a freaking bout. Everybody upset over the three-game losing streak. Rightfully so. Everybody upset whenever you lost to the Ravens. Rightfully so. What's up, Darren? 808, number one seed, baby. Happy New Year. There we it is. closing it out right. We are closing mm -hmm. it out right. Is the game over? I'm behind. It's over. Interception to seal the game. It's official, folks. The Niners, Woo! we've got the number one seed, baby. It feels great. I saw someone say that. Where was it? Where was it? Where was it? D-U-N. Done. There the it Eagles is. are done. <laughs> so the great, 49ers man. get the number one seed, <laughs> which means they do not have to travel at all outside of Santa Clara till the Super Bowl. That's it. Next week, game doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You get to develop depth. You get to rest people that are aching. Now, I don't think Kyle Shanahan's going to put everybody on the back burner. I don't think that's really who he is, especially with the bye week right after that. Because let's just be real, Shanahan like two weeks off. That's a whole thing. You know, take the bye week for sure. But I fully expect every single starter to still go out there and play, uh, especially for the first half. Now. What are the Rams going to be playing for and all that? But who cares? The same old sorry-ass Rams. I don't give a damn about the Rams. This is awesome. I can't believe this has happened. Uh, while we're live on the air, I love it, man. And so I want to know how you guys feel. Like, describe your emotions. Right now, I'm just hyped, man. I, I'm, yeah. I'm ready to run through a damn wall. I feel like this is what George Kittle feels like 24-7. I could not be more excited. It's time to rest up. What's up, RTP? Appreciate you, man. So let's get to some of these comments. I want to see the Eagles lost. Niners lock up the one seed. You win 27-10 on the road. You've got Christian McCaffrey over 2,000 yards. George Kittle over 1,000 yards. Debo's close to it. He's going to be fighting to get that, you know, 1,000-yard marker. 
this is awesome. Dancing, number one seed. LFG, baby. Let's go. This is... We put so much into this show and this community and this fan base, and I love it to be here celebrating with you guys. This is about as good as it gets, Clayton. It doesn't get any better than this. No one's got it better than us, as everybody knows. Uh, what a great – this is awesome. Oh Happy my gosh, New Year man. to everyone. This is our late Christmas, early 2024 gift. It's just – I couldn't ask for much more than this. They just keep coming, man. They just keep mm-hmm. coming. And and there's still so much left. So now that we know this game's not going to matter, I'm assuming this game's going to be moved up maybe to a Saturday. Like, it's going to be in the mix with the games, with the other games. But it doesn't matter because next week the game doesn't matter. You get a full week off, and then, then, then you get a host to playoff game. And my assumption is it's going to be that Saturday. Last year, the one seeds hosted the Saturday playoff games. So for those of you that are making plans and all that stuff, I'm going to have tickets up on the site for our tailgate um, as soon as this is over. 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. And, yeah, I'm so excited about this. We're going to have an awesome party out in Blue Lot, catered event, music, prizes, giveaways, all that kind of stuff. It's a celebration, man. Talk about bringing out the the, the old year. I love it. Uh, S1K says Santa was just a little late with our Christmas present. Wasn't always pretty. Nope. But we got to where we wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Oh. And it's be- it's better late than never, John. Better late than never. Uh, the the prevailing question I'm seeing in the comments section, and we kind of touched it on on it already, but I want to just get back to this. Will the how many starters will the 49ers rest? Do you think Brock's taking a week off? I would hope that they'll give McCaffrey the week off, especially if there's some injury concerns there. But do you see? I don't see Kyle taking out the entire you know starting lineup and just sending in a bunch of backups do you no absolutely you don't have that you have 53 men right mm-hmm. so if you're talking about a 53 man roster you got 22 starters you 22 that's you know your backups you just can't do that you only have eight offensive linemen on your active roster so like you can't do that and with Jalen Moore hurt that makes it more complicated as well but yeah, you rest some guys. I think you'll probably get a first quarter and, you know, first quarter with a little bit of extra juice, but that's about it. I, I think you'll rest some guys, but you're going to have vets out there that are saying, look, I'm close to this milestone, coach. Let me play. And Kyle is a player's coach first and foremost. It's why that whole loyalty program is what it is. So it's going to be fun. But anybody with an element, Trent Williams, Christian McCaffrey, those guys, Rest them, man. Just give them a break. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. And Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you, and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers. 
for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Absolutely. I got Bobo here with the super chat. Thank you, my friend. Good to see you as always. He says he's really happy with the number one seed, but he's very concerned about the bad injury luck we've been having recently. And of course, the the Kyle boogeyman, a fourth quarter comeback late in the game. So uh, what what are your thoughts there? Injuries are an issue with every team. I mean, you just saw the commanders literally lost their quarterback in the middle of the week, lost three offensive starters, lost both of their starting corners like this is the NFL. Uh, I mean, injuries are a real thing. The Cowboys, who are now number one, you know, in the NFC East, which also the 49ers finished their sweep of the entire NFC East, which is awesome. They beat the Giants by a lot. They averaged 24 points. I think the closest game we had in the NFC East was actually the Commanders, the team we played today. And Sam Darnold at the back of still got a snap there. But yeah, the injuries are a concern. But now you have two weeks off, not just one week. Two weeks off. And so you get to rest your guys as much as you see fit. If there's any ailments, oh, coach, my toe, right? Aaron Banks, you saw him on the sideline today. He was there for emergency situations. He's got two weeks. Eric Armstead, guess what, man? You might have been able to come back this week. You got two more weeks. Done. Take your time. And so this is just going to help so much just create the health um, of the 49ers, and we've already seen how they respond off of bye weeks, which is huge. So let's get to a couple more questions. Let's, uh, this Absolutely. is awesome, man. This yeah, is a celebration, I love this. baby. I love this one right here from Aaron. The Cardinals, they're hurting their draft stock, and they're helping the Niners. It doesn't get any better than that. I mean, Yeah, I'll say this. I, I, I've gained respect for Jonathan Gannon. I don't believe in tanking. I really, really don't. I think losing culture – permeates itself and so you have to win at any time that you can possibly win i don't believe in tanking for that draft position personally so now having said that they may have just lost out on marvin harrison jr perhaps the best wide receiver to come out of the draft in you know 10 plus years we'll see how it pans out but it seems that way and so it does seem like kyler has been playing for his job we'll see but to go out there and do what he did to the Eagles defense is huge. And if it hurts them, you know, when you go back to the draft this year, when the Cardinals traded uh, their first pick, it fell back and they got the Texans pick and their own. I was like, man, these guys are going to get Caleb Williams or Derek May 100% locked. Not so fast. Not so fast. And so that's huge. Yeah, maybe you know, wide receivers keep building that way. We'll see. But it's a win-win for us. Yeah, no doubt about it. Let's see who else we got here. Here we go from Ed. John, we got any updates on Juwan Jennings? Ed's concerned. It's um, it's not ideal, but again, we got an extra two weeks to get him right. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah, so concussion protocols are always weird. Juwan Jennings not being out there, that hurt big time. You got to go through the steps, and you kind of take your time. Now, Juwan Jennings, he's a headbanger, man. That dude hits. That's what his number one trade is in the NFL. So that's kind of just what they are. You just got to give it time. Now, you don't speed up or slow down the protocol whatsoever. The, the 49ers have no control over that. It's an independent specialist that has to check it with the player. You know, light sensitivity, memorization things, all kinds of different, you know, the way that they go through that. 49ers and Jawad Jennings have no control over that whatsoever. It's just you go through the steps, and as the steps get cleared, then you can play. So I will say this. 
Ronnie Bell. I want to talk about positives. There's so many different positives, but there's also negatives. The ebbs and flow of games, it's just the way that it goes. Ronnie Bell has been terrible. He finally got the opportunity to be the number three wide receiver, which he hasn't practiced at all year. He's only been the IU backup. But we saw last week with Willie Sneed, he couldn't cut it as a Jennings replacement. So they finally moved Bell, the rookie, who showed promise to that spot. He was terrible. Uh, penalty, you know, not running good routes, just not out there. And then as a punt returner, he was terrible as well. He was not good. Uh, he's never been good. He did have his best punt return of his entire career, but he didn't even catch the ball cleanly. But then he had a good return. Then one time the ball was coming, couldn't field the punt, cost us an extra 25 yards. So Ronnie Bell should not, I repeat this, should not be the punt returner going forward. I've been saying this for a month straight. I don't know if Ray Ray is going to come back, but you got to get somebody out there to try something because number 10 back there returning punts was a bad idea to start. Just, you know, our PTSD with what we've been through. <laughs> Every time I see it, I mean, I think I tweeted out during the game, Ronnie Bell is the reason I'm not going to live a long life. It stresses me the hell out. And now he's bringing that over to offensive side of the ball. I, I love his attitude. I love his effort. I love his energy. I love those things. But, Ah, so many negatives. He killed one drive because he ran a bad route uh, on third down, and then he killed the. He didn't kill the drive. I think we still scored that one, but he took points off the board, which we still scored on that Debo uh, outside pass. So concerned about Ronnie Bell in the depth there for sure. So I'll ask you this then, John: If we don't get Ray Ray McLeod back, and Ronnie Bell's not the answer, do you see someone on the roster who? Could be the answer, or I want Danny Gray. I want Danny Gray at that spot. Now they they active they activated his twenty one day practice window. Danny Gray, and they chose not to activate him this week. Why? Perhaps he played, you know, didn't practice well. I don't know. All I can tell you is what I've seen from Danny Gray in training camp. He was great. Um, in preseason games, he was great till he got hurt, and that kind of took his chance. And Ronnie Bell took his job playing his day like that injury cost Danny Gray this season because Ronnie Bell was playing so well. Rookies hit a wall. It's hard to stay up for this many games, and that's just what it's been with Ronnie Bell, sadly. I personally would rather activate Danny Gray. Now, this is the chess over checkers thing because if you do not activate Danny Gray off IR, you get to keep him under contract for a whole nother year. Is it oh. worth it? to activate Danny Gray off IAR just to return punts and to be the slot guy till Jennings comes back. But Jennings will be back for the next games. I'm not concerned about that. That matter. He might not be back next week, but that game doesn't matter. Then you got the bye week. That doesn't matter. So Jennings, I think you move forward with the idea. Jennings is fine. I don't know about Ray Ray McLeod. Can he be back in two weeks? He could be activated. We'll see. But, yeah, we need somebody else. I'd never want to see number 10 return a punt ever. And that's not just a Ronnie Bell thing. Uh, I'm not superstitious. I'm just a little stitious, in the words of Michael Scott. And like, I just don't want to see that. I just don't want to see it. Absolutely. I've got one of the goats here. I ah. got Sin right here. Says, hey, John. Hey, Clayton. Wow. Number one, we won. Number two, we got the number one seed. And number three, we've got that bye week coming up. Happy New Year. Love you, Sin. You're the best there She's is. She's the best. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what's better? You know, you get one without the no. other. You can't have them. You get the win on the road. You dominate the second half like you were supposed to. 
Then the Eagles come up short. The Lions come up short. All those things. What's up, Oscar? It, this is just awesome. And so the 49ers are the number one seed. We were the first team in the NFL to clinch the playoffs. We were the first team in the NFL to clinch our division. We were the first team in the NFL to clinch the one seed. I think the Ram or Ravens are doing it as we speak. There's like two minutes left in their game, and I think they clinched their one seed as well. They're blowing out the Dolphins. And the Dolphins just lost Bradley Chubb. Uh, they're oh. one of their best defenders, and Xavier Howard, one of the, like, we talk injuries, Dang. and when we just have our 49ers focus on and we just watch our team, it's very easy to always think, why are we always so injured? Why are we always so injured? The reality is the 49ers are one of the healthiest teams in the NFL currently, and now they got two weeks off. Mm-hmm. It's like the great John Chapman once said, football <laughs> is a 100% injury rate sport. You can't yeah. avoid it. The longer you play, it, it's going to happen eventually. And honestly, you're right. Uh, by and large, we have avoided most of the key players getting injuries. And if they do, you know, it's a week here, a week there. So hopefully we can keep that luck going, knock on wood, and just keep it rolling into the playoffs. Uh, I got a couple more comments that we got to Yeah, get let's to keep them coming. Then, if you got a question, yeah. comment, something you want to go on, Clayton's running the chat. He's stardom as we go. Let's just kind of get through these as much as we can because this is the time to celebrate. There's a lot of stuff that we could talk about. We're balancing the commander's win, which was awesome, and the playoff situation, which is also awesome. A lot of things to talk about right now, Clayton. Absolutely. And we'll shift our focus just a little bit. Talk about those oh. horns. Hook them. Hook them, baby. I'm First telling you dogs. right now. Are you excited? <laughs> this is the best um, football season. I've been saying all year, understand how lucky we are to be a part of this season for the 49ers. It's a special year. The number one passing year ever for a 49ers quarterback. That's saying so much when you got Joe Montana, Steve Young, John Brody, you know, Y.A. Tittle, all these other – the best, most prolific passing year ever for a 49ers quarterback. CMC over 2,000 yards. George Kittle over 1,000 yards receiving. Brandon Ayuk over 1,000 yards receiving. Debo so close. The offensive line played great today. The defense struggled a little bit on a couple of drives, and then they shut them out in the second half. This is a special year. Now for John Chapman, you sprinkle on just a little bit of Longhorns playing in the national playoff you know, uh, race. That's awesome. I'm excited about that tomorrow. It's just Good on top of good on top of good, but uh, make no mistake. If the 49ers don't win at all this year, that's the number one priority. And so just constantly live in this moment and enjoy this. You know how many teams never even been a one seed in the playoffs? Like, that's a thing. The 49ers have done it twice, I think, in four years. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, we're really... I mean, you go back into the history of the team, and then you look at where we're at right now. We are in the middle of what could, you know, if, if we bring home the big one, uh, could be the beginnings of another golden age. That's what so, I'm talking about, man. Absolutely. That's what I got, I'm talking about. I got my man, Big Papa, right here. That's a fun – I like his uh, – do you see his Avi there? That's sick. Yeah, the green like lot. That. He's been pushing that, and I love it, man. Uh, always love good to it. see you, Paul. Uh, but he says, question, is the 40 yards record good enough to get uh, Purdy MVP? I don't think it is, especially Probably with what – Lamar Jackson's doing today. He's putting on another clinic against a top-tier defense. Miami has been a great defense the past couple months. So I don't think so. The good news is that's okay. That is okay. Now, if we are talking awards, there was one award that I think was kind of is going to be solidified today. That's that Charvarius Ward. 
that dude, I, th- I think he finally is going to get an all-pro year. I don't think he's ever been in the Pro Bowl, but I've been saying all year he's having an all-pro caliber year. The problem is he's not getting the interceptions. You got to get the interceptions just so that you can kind of, you know, be that guy to get, you know, the recognition you deserve. But he's leading the NFL in pass breakups, and then he goes out and gets another interception. Yeah, and so and correct me, correct me if I'm wrong, John, but he is amongst the interception kings in the NFC. Is that right? Yeah, that's his fifth. So it, now yeah. he leads the 49ers because uh, what's it called? Um, Fred Warner also has that many. But let me look up real quick. Now, this does not take into account today's games. I don't think there's that, that he... there's that dude on Dallas who has like five pick sixes. this year. Yeah, but he gets so burnt he's... all the time. Like I mean, so yeah, Deron no, Bland no has eight, uh, Jesse Bates six, Geno Stone six. So he's right yeah. behind those guys. Now we'll have to see. I don't know. Maybe they got interceptions today. This doesn't update real time stats. Pro Football Reference. Um, but yeah, I, I think he's definitely in the conversation because with some of these corners like Deron Bland, like they get toasted all the time. They gamble all the time. That's not really what Charvarius Ward does. And also want to say, shout out to Demo. I thought he had a bad game. Got beat by the slot fade again. Again, if you guys are not new to this show, you understand the slot fade is the Achilles heel of this defense and has been for seven plus years. Um, Demo got toasted really bad on that one. But he came back, missed some tackles, almost got two interceptions, almost had that freak one-handed interception play, which was huge. And so that was big. That was big. So... uh, Overall, pretty good. I don't think MVP gets it uh, for Brock Purdy. I don't think so, especially now that next week doesn't matter. But that's okay. Kids 24 wasn't the goal. Uh, It's going to go to Lamar, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you who is going to win an award, though. It's going to be Christian McCaffrey. Oh, boy, I don't see how you don't give it to the man. I mean, uh, yeah, you could maybe. Well, He's getting offensive player of the year. Yeah. Is it an NFC AFC kind of thing or is no, it just, it's a, just no, one. It's a one guy? And so yeah. the top two options for the longest time were Christian McCaffrey and Tyreek Hill. And Tyreek Hill was the front runner for the majority of the season. He got some injuries, dropped an open touchdown pass today. The CD Lamb kind of closed the gap considerably on the wide receiver front, whereas Christian McCaffrey extended the gap on the running back front. So I think that's a lock. Offensive player of the year, which if you bet with us at my bookie, I told you to put money on it before the season. I told you to put money on it at week five. I told you to put money on it week 10. And so we got bets on bets on bets. And if you did bet with us this week, we made some money. Um, we hit all, all of our teasers. We hit all of them. And we got close because we bet the Thursday night game and we got 17 and a half points. Well, they lost by 17. And so we covered by a half point. We got the Cowboys plus one and a half points, which was awesome when they were going for two, the Lions, because even if they got it, we would have covered by a half point, and the 49ers did. So uh, we went three for three there. 49ers scoring on the first drive, cashed in on that. Both teams will not surpass 19 and a half points, cashed in on that. Ayuk over 67 and a half yards, cashed in on that. Um, The only one that we missed was Kittle over three and a half receptions. He got three. Darn. I was really upset about that one, but we made a lot of money this week and we had bigger bets going. You know, we weren't doing just our traditional small bets. We focused on those. And if you haven't bet with us, listen to me, mybookie.ag use promo code 49ers 49 ERS. 
It's going to get you a huge deposit bonus. We put all of our bets up over on um, the49ersrush.com and on our Patreon page, page, which is in the link in this description. I tell you what to bet. I tell you how to bet. We've been doing pretty good this year. We had a couple rough stretch, but with all the awards and playoffs and all that stuff, we're going to be making a lot. We, we've already posted a profit this year already. We've just got some extra playoff weeks and all that coming. So if you haven't done it yet, mybookie.ag, use promo code 49ers. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere. You can bet anywhere. You don't have to be in a certain state or location to bet. You can bet online. I live in California. I bet on there all the time. So let's get to some more questions, Clayton. Heck yeah. Well, I got Brad Jones uh, circling back to Ronnie Bell. You know, he says, hey, he, he's got a good work ethic, seventh rounder. There's plenty His energy of time and effort are A1. Yeah. He's got that in spades. So there's a lot to like about him, just not as a punt returner. Not as a punt returner. As a wide receiver in one role, he can handle that. It's just now he's playing two wide receiver spots. Don't like that. Don't like that he's doing punt return. He's a backup guy. And if IU goes down, we've seen he can step in and be that guy. We'll see. You keep him. I'm not saying cut him or anything like that. I'm just saying I don't want his, him to get any more playing time currently outside of an injury. Absolutely. Uh, here's Debster. Says, hey, MVP is good for getting into the Hall of Fame later. But right now, I'd prefer a Super Bowl MVP for our man Brock Purdy. And it's shaping up right now. Like, we may get a rematch of last week, and that would be, you know... I'll the, take it the, all day. The, narr the narrative's there, you know, ultimate redemption shot, blah, 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 goes in, gets the Super Bowl MVP versus potentially the regular season MVP. It could it could be very compelling. Uh, obviously, we'll have to see how everything shakes out, but I would love well, to see a rematch. Yeah, oh my gosh, please. Uh, the defense did their job against Lamar Jackson for the most part. It's just the turnovers and the five extra possessions. Eventually, it was going to break. You got the safety. Like, yes, please. I would say, if you said, John, 49ers Ravens Super Bowl rematch right now, take it or leave it. I'd take, take that it. Yeah. 100%. One, if you can just guarantee we're in the Super Bowl, we take that. But there's not a team that I'm just like, ooh, I'm really concerned about. Do I think that the Ravens are the best team in the NFL? I do. I do. Do I think the 49ers can beat them? I sure as hell do. Um, 100%. And I can tell you this, Ravens, if they could pick who they want to play, they would not pick the 49ers. They no. sure as hell would not pick the 49ers. But they're playing hot right now. Uh, th that Hansel, that Hansel's so hot right now. Um, somebody got that reference. Maybe not. It wasn't It wasn't me. I'll tell you that much. Uh, let's see. I got Big Papa again. Said, hey, it was nice to see um, Elijah Mitchell show up today and show out. He had a great game. He did, and here's what's crazy. Elijah Mitchell had more rush attempts than CMC and averaged more yards per carry than CMC. He averaged 4.7 yards per rush attempt. We had 37. We had 37 carries. I said I wanted to get close to 40 as we possibly can. Oscar knew what's up. JD, see, these are my people. What's up, Supa? See, I'm glad somebody knew it was Zoolander. There we go. Um, but Elijah Mitchell was great. Now, what do you do? Because anytime he's played, it has gone poor the next week. And so hopefully he can respond to this. And, you know, not only him, got to talk about number 24, Jordan Mason returning kicks. Yeah. I was, was like, interesting. That, I, was, I was like a little schoolgirl whenever I saw him <laughs> going back there. I was just like, what? What is happening? Um, had a nice oh. return, got back past the 30. Like, I'll take that all freaking day. 
I love it. And I do feel like Kyle Shanahan's attitude in this game was really chill. Like, he knew what it was. Even whenever the game was close, he wasn't panicking. It's run the football, run the football, run the football, let Brock do his thing. Just be who we are. It's Steve Wilkes, too. I mean, that dude's always calm, cool, collected. Him on the sidelines, you they kept showing him, which I really like because he was an assistant under Ron Rivera for so long. So that was a really cool little narrative that they had going. And I, Steve Wilkes continues just to be one of the best second-half defensive coordinators in the NFL. And I understand that you can talk about the Ravens game or whatever else. Yeah, there's some exceptions to that. But he has been absolutely incredible. And this 49ers defense, maybe you didn't get the pressure that you wanted. You did exact. You held the team to 10 points and 200 yards offense and two turnovers. I understand everybody wants sacks. If you hold the team to 10 points, you're winning nine out of 10 games, maybe more than that. So defense was fine. There were some missed tackles. Yes, the lack of pressure is a concern. But whenever you look at the picture, we weren't blitzing very often. And the secondary was doing their job for the most part. I understand it wasn't a shutout. That doesn't happen in the NFL. 10 points, 217 yards offense with two turnovers. I would take that every damn day of the week. Defense was great. Yeah, absolutely, John. I want to circle back to something you had said a little a little bit ago about Kyle. Uh, it, it, I found it interesting in this game that the script was so uh, pre- it was predicated on the run. Right. And I think I, it could be maybe an instance where Kyle's maybe starting to figure out, Hey, you know, if the going gets tough early in the game, maybe I should just stick with the run. It, you know, I think especially after last week where it was just, everything got thrown out the window as soon as things started going bad. Could this be, kind of that evolution of Kyle where maybe he's starting to realize, no, no. I don't think so. I do (laughs) like that you opened the game with three consecutive runs. Like, that was awesome. And I was just like, ooh, yeah. And then you call a pass play to IU, and then another pass play, the fifth one, but then Brock Purdy scrambled. You know, it got a first down. So, you know, technically four out of five opening run plays. That's huge. But Kyle's going to Kyle, man. Um, And so – and I, I, it's funny because there's like a Venn diagram somewhere. I love Jake Moody. He's been stellar. I love Kyle Shanahan. He's been incredible. However, in pressure situations, when things aren't great, those two guys have not answered the call this year. Now, Jake Moody, tiny sample size. Kyle Shanahan, if you're a Kyle Shanahan critic, you could always talk about how big games – Go back to the Falcons game. You're talking the suit. Like, we've got to see what this looks like in a pressure situation, down by one possession, running the ball and sticking with that and being committed to that. We have not seen it yet, but I don't want to turn this into like a Shanahan critique session. This game was stellar. Kyle Shanahan called the game. look, Look at what we did offensively. You go out there, 416 yards offense. You had the ball for 37 minutes. They had it 21. Like, you controlled it. Oh, it hasn't updated yet. Sorry, I got to refresh my ESPN page. Sorry about that. Um, 38 minutes to 21 minutes. Like, you controlled the game. Like, everything that you want to do as an offensive play caller, Kyle Shanahan did. There's no concerns there. Six yards per play. 
it's freaking awesome. Um, the 49ers played very well, man. This was a well-rounded, balanced game, which is when the 49ers are at their best. Absolutely. And I got to give a shout out to the faithful. They took over once again, whatever they call that stadium out there. I think it's a new name now. They right? change but, it all the time. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But it was awesome. I saw someone say Levi's East on there. I think every stadium is Levi's something. Levi's, Everywhere we go. Yeah. Man. <laughs> It's the best fan it's base fantastic. in sports. They even talked about it on the broadcast about how it was over 50% 49ers fans. The opening drive, you're hearing defense chants while the 49ers are on defense. You got the Kyle Juszczyk, the Jews. Every single time he touched the ball, he had a great game. And I Good. thought that was another thing that I thought was interesting. When CMC exited the game, you kept Elijah Mitchell in, but all of the past concepts and routes went to Kyle Juszczyk. And so... It, it was funny because Elijah Mitchell, you're going to run the ball. Kyle Juszczyk, you're running CMC's routes, which I, which I thought was really, really interesting. From the slot, out wide, all those things, and Kyle Juszczyk delivered. Um, Absolutely. Speaking did. of delivering, we got a new member Woo! subscriber to the channel. What's up, C. Uh, Geiger, I believe is the way to pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, we, we got the Geiger counter out here, man. Love that's it, fantastic. man. Fantastic. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. All right, let's get oh, some more man. questions. Heck yeah, let's do it. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> We're saving that one to the end. Uh, let's see. I got Michael right here. This is Kittle. He's got his 1,000 yards. Purdy, he's got the single season record. We've got McCaffrey over 2,000 yards from scrimmage. I mean, it's just – and Debo is on the doorstep. I imagine he'll probably want to get in there and get to that big mark next week. We went like six years in a row without a 1,000-yard rusher. Like six years in a row. Crazy. We went like four or five years in a row without a thousand yard receiver. Jeremy Curley was like a thousand yard receiver for us. And then we went on hiatus for a long time. And Kittle passed it a couple times, but we couldn't even get a wide receiver past a thousand yards. It, it, we were devoid of NFL talent for so long. We went through Tom Sula, Chip Kelly, the beginning Shanahan years. It was just bad. It was bad. The cupboards were bare. It's been completely rebuilt. And now it's almost more difficult for the 49ers to find a position group that doesn't have an all-pro player in it. Not Pro Bowl, an all-pro player. Because they're just stacked everywhere. Back to the statement I said earlier. This year's special. This year is unique. And I really, really hope people are just taking a moment to enjoy this. Because not only do we have a 1,000-yard rusher, CMC passes 2,000 yards, right? CMC 2K. First time since Frank Gore did it. Frank Gore. Like, it's been that damn long. We're in some yeah. strange territory right now. We just got to yeah, cash for, it in. For context, John, I was six years old the last time the 49ers had a had a player reach 2,000 scrimmage yards. I mean, it's it's awesome to see. It's It's been a really fun year. Hopefully, we can just keep it going. And uh, just keep showing out. It's fun. It's fun. To, it is. You know, it is. I like the six year. Yeah. I like that. I love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Let's see. I got Atomic right here. Uh, he says Lamar probably got that MVP with five touchdowns today. Jeez, that's crazy. Yeah, I saw they blew him out. I think someone said it was they hung. 56 it was bad. It was like fifty. Him. It was fifty cow. plus. It that's was a blowout. Crazy. And they're playing, the, I mean, you do that to the 49ers, and then you do what you do to the, the Dolphins the next week. And that's cool. Like, I think he's deserving of it. Yeah. I know the stats probably would be in Purdy's favor for a lot of those things, but that's okay. 
that's not the goal. I wanted him to win MVP, but uh, we take it and we move on. That's kind of what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Let's see here. Ah, oh, here's a good one. Oh, I don't know about Grant. That's not what we're looking That's at That's not here. us. Let's see. I want Antonio right here. He says, hey, JC, when are we having that next 49ers group We're going to have on? two. Uh, so we are, we are going crazy during this playoff stretch. Um, I still have family in town, but we're going to have a uh, get-together this week. Um, I need to – a lot of it, too, is like they still haven't picked a date as far as my knowledge goes, for the 49ers-Rams game. But, yeah, we're going to be having back-to-back weeks. So even though the 49ers don't play in a bye week, we're going to be having a meeting. But I want to have another meeting this week. So uh, we'll have to kind of see what that looks like. But the NFL is not doing a very good job scheduling. We don't know the days of the games and all that stuff. They just don't care about the people that attend the games, but that they just care about the TVs. But I get it. Um, Yes, we're going to have a meeting this week. Uh, I'll be posting that on Patreon and on the 49ers Rush and be talking about it on our show. I just don't know the timing of that yet. Family and all that kind of stuff, plus the NFL scheduling is still a mess. But, yeah, we're going to have two back-to-back weeks with uh, Zoom Hangouts to kind of talk about things. Yeah, absolutely. And if you guys want to join us for any of those, yes, 49ersrush.com, the49ersrush.com, excuse me. And, of course, we're on Patreon as well. Yeah, I believe it's the Jerry Rice here. You sign up. You get access to all of that. Uh, there's also, you know, every single game, offense, defense, special teams for the past, what, three or four years, John? It's Yeah, everything's on there. I mean, it's an it's, absolute library of, of day. You could never get through it all. I don't think. It's a lot. It's a lot, which is good because, yeah. you know, like, and we'll see here because here's one of my favorite things about the catalog is, like, look, let's say we're playing against uh, the Rams or the Cowboys or whatever. You just type that in there, the Cowboys, and it pulls up 30-plus videos. So it's oh, all there. It's all there. No doubt about it. Uh, I got Bobby Locks right here. John, you got any thoughts about CMC's injury? Not too concerned. He looked good on the sideline. Strained calf, probably. You saw him put the you know the, the tape on there to heat it up and to keep blood flow going. But CMC's a machine. And it, now that he gets all the time to get better i'm not concerned even in the least and so it might be a good thing because it'll force kyle not to use him like forcing him not to play next week would be a great thing i love that he didn't go back in i have cmc in my fantasy championships and i was like man don't put that dude back in like i don't care if i lose these do not let him go back in like just rest that dude even though it definitely hurt my, you know, my fantasy yeah. winnings or whatever else, I have to check probably. and see if I win. But yeah, you're probably in trouble. <laughs> yeah, probably. But probably. that's okay because bigger, better things. We're not here for fantasy championships. We're not here for statistical championships. We're not here for those things. We're here for number six. The two weeks off, that's going to be paramount for Christian McCaffrey. So not concerned. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. I've got. Oh, I'm not going to attempt to pronounce. Oh, I'll try. Let's see. Like Kara. I don't know. Uh, he's, he says the the, uh, the Seahawks lost as well. Um, Is this true? I wasn't even paid. Uh, they're still playing. I think they're Are just they? now. Yeah, they they're look. playing right now against Pittsburgh. I don't know. Here, I'm I'm refreshing right now. Um, it's zero zero currently in oh. the first against Pittsburgh. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't know. About it, that. it doesn't even matter. No. Like, but it would be cool. Like. That would be a good thing. I want the Seahawks to lose. Not that I'm worried about them. I just hate people in our division. 
I don't want the Rams to win. I don't want the Seahawks to win. I do want the Cardinals to win when it helps us, but that's kind of where we're at. Absolutely. Thank you for that comment, by the way. Uh, see that we're going to stick with that. Uh, let's see here. Yes, right here. We walked on the moon. Thank you for the super chat. The world does. They need more awesome juice catches. We need to hear the crowd going crazy uh, in the stands. Uh, it was awesome. Great game today. And I'll say, like, probably the best Brock Purdy pass was incomplete. Whatever they threw the wheel route to Kyle Juszczyk early, and it went right off of his hands. And then, But we got the defensive holding call against Ayuk on his double move. That ball was perfect. Should have been caught. You know, it's it's a tough catch, but the location of the ball for Brock Purdy today, good Lord. that And it just sticks to this theme, and I, I've kind of said this for a while. A lot of times the best Brock Purdy pass, the one that's just like the most electrifying, isn't even a completion. Uh, and so, like, it's weird how that always happens to him, but it's how consistent he is, whether it's to a fullback or to Ayuk or Kittle or whatever else. Brock Purdy, man, you know, that's what we started this show with. And let's just be very, very honest. Brock Purdy is absolutely incredible. At least, at the very least, the best quarterback in the NFC. This year, collectively, at the very least. You want to talk about best quarterback in the NFL? That's cool. I think it probably goes to Lamar. But yeah, how crazy is it we're having this conversation about the last pick of the draft that's six foot nothing with, you know, permanent Lego confused face? And like, I love him. Like, how do you not love this guy? Do you see Debo walking out to the game? You know, Claire Kittle made him a vest that said MVP Brock Purdy on it. You know what I mean? Like the culture of the 49ers currently is just so cool. And the glue, it was a great culture before Purdy, but it's, it's amplified by just how cool this dude is. It just all shucks all the time. It just, it's just a really cool moment right now. It is, John. It really is. And and I think it's it's been interesting to see the national media talk about him and, and the whole, you know, they'll they'll call him a game manager, I feel like as a backhanded insult. And then they'll go on this campaign being like, Oh, well, when we said that, oh, we didn't mean it was a bad thing. Well, if Brock Purdy's a game manager, he's like the game regional manager. Like he's on a different level from anybody who's just you know, going in there not to lose. He makes plays to win the game. And I think that's what sets him apart from your, yes. your game manager. And and it's crazy that they don't, either they don't see that or they're not willing to admit that they were wrong. And I feel like that's probably what it's really about. I don't know how to, I feel weird because a lot of times when these tags get brought up, it's usually people that haven't played or been around the game too much. And they're like basketball commentators that also do football like most of those people don't watch games they watch red zone like that's cool but they don't watch the actual games like i don't want to put names out there but a lot of those people actually don't know much about football not that that's a bad thing or that they shouldn't be whatever but if you watch people that actually break down the film those are terminology that's just never really used that doesn't make any sense from people that were players and coaches that's not what's used um, it, so I, I don't know, like the, the people that don't give respect, they're going for clicks and whatever else you look at what Brock has done. And if you have watched him play more than one game, you're not going to say those things. Um, and the NFL players, they get it. They respect the dude because of what he has done on tape. 
But if you watch box scores or certain highlights, yeah, I could understand how you get that notion because you don't know. You don't know what Brock does. And Brock is consistent. That dude is dynamic as hell. Uh, we've had a lot of quarterbacks come through here, you know, from Jimmy G to Trey Lance, you know, Sam Darnold, whatever. I don't give a damn. Brock is the most dynamic quarterback by a mile. And you could throw other quarterbacks in there too across the NFL. Don't care. Protects the ball outside of last week. It just comes up with big play after big play. Absolutely. I got Uncle Salty here. Oh, he's having man. as much he's having as much fun as we are. And this has been fantastic, guys. So keep those comments coming. We'll we'll hang out, I think, as long as we're getting comments coming in. Yeah, keep please them coming, bring them baby. on. Questions, comments, um, New Year's resolutions, if you've got ah. them. Uh fun stuff. We're having fun. Yeah, and Uncle Salty, appreciate you as always. I think I had Phil in here too. Yeah, there he is. I got Phil the right man. here. Shout out to my man. Number one seed, baby. Feels great. It's fantastic. It's just, it's it's really cool because we really thought it was going to come down to that last game, the last week. And now it's solidified. Like, you're in the clubhouse. Like, you're done. You, you've, you've submitted your work. You're the best in the NFC with a week to spare? Are you kidding me? It's Everybody crazy. talked about, like, the Cowboys and the Eagles and the Lions and whatever else. They're all fighting for second place. And they're struggling. Like, they're falling over themselves trying to get there. You look at the current seedings. The Cowboys are now the two seed, which is huge for them because they are only good at home. They're terrible on the road. The Eagles, they kind of suck everywhere. They're not very good anymore. And so, like, the Lions, come on, man. Let's just be real. Like, let's just be real. That's they're not falling apart. Yeah. Come they're on, falling man. apart. They're a good team. I get it, but like they care more about being tough and whatever else than they are about winning football games. And that cost them. That cost them. The referee thing, that was a whole mess. But like, and then you look at the other teams, Tampa Bay, like, come on, man. Like, no, no. We already destroyed them. So they're eight and eight. The Eagles are 11 and five. So currently, right now, the Rams are the sixth seed. The Seahawks are the seventh seed. The Seahawks are currently losing. The Rams did win. But we'll have to see. I mean, there's just there's a lot going on with teams that can make the playoffs. But now you're playing the lowest seed guaranteed to win the wild card round. So if the seventh seed wins, you play them. Six seed wins, you play them. Five seed, like you just keep going down. The teams that you could not play, no matter what, the Lions and whoever wins the NFC East. Now it is possible that you would play the Eagles, which I'm fine with. Good lord, we blew them out in Philly, now they're playing like dog trash, and they got to come to Santa Clara? Come on, man. Not concerned in the least. The 49ers are right where they want to be. And the AFC, that's a little bit more scary. Uh, we'll deal with that when we deal with that, but the NFC is a joke, man. This is JV football conference currently. Yeah, it, it totally is, John. And I think people have been saying this for the last couple of years. It's kind of like to just draw kind of a comparison it's kind of like when KD joined the Warriors <laughs> and everybody everybody shifted their focus to the Western Conference oh it, well actually it was more like after he left the Warriors now that I'm thinking about it but they were like oh man the Western Conference you're right it's though a gauntlet. it's the competition it's a gauntlet, not there you know yeah and so it's it's interesting to see you know the level of competition in the NFC if, you, if you're just looking at the numbers you're looking at the standings you're like whoa there's like four teams that are like you know they got 11 or 12 wins 
but it just kind of goes to show you like there isn't it, it's fake parody in my opinion yeah, yeah. It, it really is it you know it's funny looking at the standings now because it's looking like the rams might like they might be fine even without playing next week like they might not need if they win next week they're in obviously the rams mm-hmm. they'd be 10 and 7 but like they they're probably going to be in any, anyway because their conference record 7 and 4 you know i don't know what all their heads head to head matchups are against teams like you know the vikings or the packers or whatever but like to be honest with you they're probably going to be in and so like that game's just not going to matter for almost anybody it it's just kind of the way that it is yeah uh it will it'll be a snoozer we'll be there anyways it'll be fun we'll have fun uh let's see i saw somebody that i gotta get up here my one of my best friends in the whole world shout out to my man jack we locked it up baby we got it Love i owe it, you yeah. i owe you a call i gotta call you man so i'll call maybe i'll call you after this bro <laughs> all right let's see uh oh i got slick right here uh, all caps, by the way, if you're listening to this on audio. So Fred's saying that the number one seed didn't matter. It was all BS. It was all BS, man. They obviously eh. care about being the number one seed. It, you care about it, but you can't focus on that. You, well, no, like, no. as a player, you have to have tunnel vision and block everything else out. You got to focus on one opponent at a time. You look forward, you have no control over those things. What do you have control over? Beat the player, beat the team that's in front of you. Fred Warner's the best at that. And so, yeah, you do sound bites that perhaps is a little bit more coach speak and whatever else, but it worked. It worked. So get that one seed, which you didn't have last year. It makes could a difference. Make, yeah, it could make all the difference, John. Uh, let's see. I've got Ed with just a couple of great comments here. He's asking if it feels like 1994. I can't speak. To, I wasn't there. But uh, <laughs> I can't speak to that. But uh, I don't know. What do you think, John? Well, I mean, you could talk about 1994. The Cowboys and the 49ers were the big ones. You already beat them once. Now you got to go beat them again. The difference was the 94, the Eagles boat race, the 49ers. Steve Young was benched in that one, flipped out. I think it was week four. You lost to the Chiefs and Joe Montana early. Like, there's some similarities there. There's no doubt about it. But now you're going into the playoff. I would say this. The 49ers are going to be a more favored team this year in the playoffs than the 1994 team was not even like, it's not even close. And we were by far the best team in the NFL. Now the difference was the AFC was trash that year. And once you beat the Cowboys, the Super Bowl was already all but determined. Um, But the similarities are there. There's no doubt about it with, with with how good the 49ers, you know, you look at it where we are currently 49ers had the number two offense and number three defense going into this game. It's not going to take a, like 10 points. You give up 10 points. They could go up. So a lot of similarities there. You just got to finish. That, that's the thing. You've got to be able to finish. The 49ers should be the odds-on favorite to win the NFC. That's not even in question. The Super Bowl, we'll see with the Ravens or whatever else, but I don't give a damn. The 49ers control their own fate. They've handled their business. They got the one seed. They got the bye week with the week to spare. With the week to spare. Ugh. It's a beautiful thing. I got Oscar right here. Uh, he says, if you ever want to see perspective on how NFL GMs and scouts grade guys in the late rounds, you should see Steve Swift Sr. He really breaks it down. Uh, how guys like Purdy, they just aren't really graded accurately. Shout out to Greasy uh, and, and the offensive coaching staff and the scouts to 
find him and and take him almost as a priority free agent in that yeah. draft. And like, let's just be honest. Like, you know, we do so much draft work, and I love it. We will be in mm-hmm. Detroit this year because you know the the draft's going to be up there. We're going to rent out a venue. We're going to have some players come out because we got picks. We've got a first round pick should be pick thirty two. We've got a second round pick. We've got multiple third round picks, and this is how you build the future. But look, it, we were not right on Brock Purdy. The 49ers weren't. They were more right than the other thirty one teams in the NFL. But the fact that you waited till 262 to pick him, you were wrong. Brock Purdy should have been a first-round pick. We missed it. I missed it. I didn't like Purdy. Mm-hmm. I no. did not like him Famously. coming out of college. And, like, I'm not going to change my, you know, whatever. Like, I don't I don't want to, like, you know, sugarcoat or whatever. I was wrong. The 49ers were also wrong. But they were more right than everybody else. That's the way it's got to go sometimes. Yeah, Definitely. Definitely. I think, let's see, there's just a couple more I want to get to, okay. John. I got I got Phil here. Uh, thank you once again for the super chat. He's hoping Kyle plays the backups next week. We'll see. We'll see. I, I really, the, the one the one guy I'm like, please sit him. He just needs a break. It's my man, CMC. Yeah. Put that and man I, on the sidelines. He'll be yes. all right. And anybody and, with yeah. anything lingering, just wait. Use this time to develop underneath talent. The first quarter you got to play. Yeah, like I think it'd probably be almost all the starters out there that aren't banged up. But use the second half to have guys like all your rookie running ba- or linebackers, Jalen Graham, D winners, get those guys out there. You know, Robert Bill Jr., Daryl Luter Jr. Like that's what next week's got to be for because that's going to develop depth. Injury happens down the playoffs. You can snag somebody, put somebody in there. You're going to be all right. So that's what I want to see. I want to see Jordan Mason. I want to see Sam Darnold. I want to see those things, and I'm pretty sure we all want to see that too, Phil. Absolutely. And and it might just end up being that these snaps next week for some of these guys uh, might end up being crucial down the road. You never know how things are going to shake out. Uh, I got Bobo here again coming through with the Super Chat. Man, you guys are (laughs) going crazy out here. I love it. I love it, man. Uh, he remembers, and I remember this too, and we only had eight pass attempts versus Green Bay in the NFC Championship game. Man, that was a fun game. Mostert went crazy. He did. Oh, that was awesome. Love Mostert. It was awesome. <laughs> Things are different now. Things yeah. are different now. This is a different team. Same quality defense as 2019. Same quality run game as 2019. And I'm not trying to say Jimmy Garoppolo was a bad quarterback. He put up some great numbers in 2019, and he was, you know, and the only time – here's what's crazy. I saw this earlier. This is the third time that Kyle Shanahan has had a quarterback play every single game the whole season, which huh. we still have a game next season. But all three times we made it to the NFC Championship. Yeah, We got to win one game. Yeah. We got to win one game to get back to the NFC Championship. We got to win two games to get to the Super Bowl. Oh, we're going to be throwing parties at the divisional round 100%. Tailgate's going to be set up. We're going to have that set up for the NFC Championship for hosting that, which if we win the divisional round, we will be. And then in Vegas, I got to get all the phones after this, man. It's it's time to start getting all these details set in stone, man. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The continuity, John, it's key. It's absolutely key. And I think that's been... I mean, when you look back at, at recent Niners history, I think that's really been one of, if not, well, no, I'd say one of, because it's probably not the biggest factor, right. but it's huge. It's absolutely huge to keep these guys out there and build that rapport 
and just you know you're working you're working the right players into the right situations and we've been right. able to do that all year so hopefully we can keep it going let's see now daryl's coming in hot thank you daryl my friend uh, a little dirty but overall a good game i agree that's the way it goes man early kickoff east coast traveling across three time zones you had a short week you lost you know monday night football to early kickoff that's not right it's gonna happen but once they settled down made the right adjustments out of half completely dominated the opponent i mean that was 217 yards i think is what they had that's incredible for the defensive performance so this has been awesome clayton i want to say thank you man appreciate you making time for us the 49ers are the one seed it's done d-u-n enjoy this talk your trash wear all your niners stuff go get them clayton i want to say thank you and everybody else out there you are the absolute best we're gonna be going live all week even though we didn't like we're gonna be covering this start to finish and i'm excited hopefully you guys are until next time it's gonna be easy this week stay strong faithful Oh. Um.